ITLK Boss FM Talk Ain't no stopping us Very black That's what I'm talking about Big up La 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 This is Unmuted Nation with Alex Haynes La 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 This is Boss FM Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Unmuted Nation. I'm Alex Haynes, and let's get into it. If you are listening to the nation for the first time, you know what to do. UnmutedNation.com. Uh, oh, I'm spilling the beans. All right. Right now, what you can do is Unmuted Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow the conversation. We, that's, that's, we need you. Okay. So this, this conversation is nothing without you. Um, for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. This is a live show. Uh, so you can get into the joy. You can get it. You can sound off. You can call me and be angry and upset. But at the end of the day, we're going to get down to the bottom of line of what's going on and the, the conversations that we're having. But none of this happens without you. Um, so you can listen live. You ha- you will have to download another app, but that's okay, right? Uh, or, you know, I, might, I may be coming to a city near you if you like the old school radio. But for now, download the Boss FM radio app. Click uh, shows and you'll find out Muted Nation. I'm right. I'm right there. Or you can uh, listen at 1 p.m. Uh, uh, and uh, Muted Nation will be live Eastern time. Uh, on that channel, I'm available. Uh, we're working it out so that you can set a notification and a reminder so you can let your whole team know. Look, we're going to pause this team's conversation real quick. I'm not getting on Zoom. I'm muted nation. And then we'll, we'll talk after that. All right. I'm going to get things started. There's a lot going on, uh, from, and you know, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a summer schedule. So sorry. Um, Trump. <laughs> oh. I have to talk about him, but I really want to talk to you about some other things, right? I got. I'm gonna ask you some questions today, and I think uh, questions that I have on my mind, questions that you should have on your mind, uh, questions that we need to be holding, asking other people, and holding people accountable. And and like, it's it is time. It's time to get serious. All right, you had your little break. Uh, you you think that you only need to get invo- involved in politics? And I know the TV is good. I know it gets salacious and messy and and drama filled. On the networks during the debates, but yo, you and me, our black asses have to stay engaged. At this point, that's the only option. You and I, we got to stay engaged, and that's what we're doing today on the nation. I got uh, what we're doing, and everything begins in six minutes. I got to take my first break, and I'm back with you. My number one eight four four unmuted. That's one eight four four eight six six eight eight three three unmuted nation on. Twitter and Instagram. I'm back with you in six minutes here on Boss FM Talk. You and I are one. Welcome back to, uh, I always, you know what? It's one of those days where I'm working so much and I'm like, my muscle memory has kicked in and I am on another show in my mind. I almost said, welcome back to something else. And you'd be like, what the hell? Welcome back to Unmuted Nation. Um, there's royalty, uh, that I don't care about. And I, I, I'm going here before I start talking about, you know, us and the nation. Uh, but in another nation, well, for two nations, uh, there's a British baby, British, British American. Is it American British because she was born on American soil? Those are, some of you are really, really into like, um, the royals and following. I don't like anything with kings and queens attached. It's just not, it's just not my thing. And I don't, I don't hate on the royals, but I don't have to respect them. I do live in a country where we don't have royals. Uh, and the people that do want to become 
royals or think that they, you know, that operate as a king or as a tyrant uh, in this <laughs> in this country uh, are, are not people that I would ever hail. Right? I'm not hailing no king or queen. Um, there's not a let me let me word it this way. Let me well, let me word it this way. There is not a king or queen. <laughs> there's, there's not a politician uh, that has been elected to office in the United States of America. Uh, and le- hear me when I say this to you. Le- le- hear me when I say this to you. There is not a king, uh, uh, not a king or queen, but there's not a politician that has ever been elected to an office in this country. That I would want to be my king or queen. Not one. I can't. I can't think of a. I I can't think of a politic local, regional. Like I can't think I just can't think of a politician That I would ever want to be my king That I could see like if we were not In a quote unquote democracy Um <laughs> I don't even want to go there But um Let's talk about it You heard about it and then I'll talk about uh, the stuff you know you really care about. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry welcomed their baby girl named for both the Queen and Princess Diana. I'm never impressed with old names and, 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 and hear me when I say this. Like, okay, and this has, this again, this has nothing to do with the, with the, with, with the royals. I don't, I don't think that you should name baby. You should not scorn babies. And we live in a different society. You could say that technology is what propels it. But I don't think it's technology alone. I think it's just that society has changed. And we're not really fan Like like things. I'm not alone culturally. Right. And again, I know that this is a multicultural show. And you may be listening like. You know, I listen to the show, Alex, because I love you talking about black culture and I like, I like learn about it instead of having to ask black people or strike up relationships with, with black people or do more than call yourself an ally. Never mind. There are, a, there is a, there is a such thing as old names, okay? And when I say this, my black people know exactly what I'm talking about. And, and, and instead of making things up, Right, because I think too often we're out here and we make things up and we we use um <laughs> we use just names that we know or things that we think would put together. I'm gonna use names from my family. And I do that often. Sometimes they're offended, sometimes they're happy to see that they get some shine. But I come from a traditional white people call it African American, but it's a black American family. Um, and my, I mean, my mom and my dad were both born in, uh, the Midwest here. I was actually born in the Midwest as well. Uh, they were born to parents that were from the South. 
uh, also descendants of slaves on both sides, right? I'm as we say uh, in our community, blackity black, black, black. That means that I'm gonna have old names, right? I'm gonna have old names in my family. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna go through my like immediate lineage, and then I'm gonna tell you about some names. Now, all of this has to do with the with the Duchess and the Duke be clear on that but i'm going to tell you these names you're going to know they're old by the name and that's the point that i'm trying to make all right i got on, on my mama's side i've got an armini yes i do have an armini a fanny a priscilla um a gloria <laughs> mavis and I'm, t- I'm talking about these are this, these are my family members that are over the age of 50. And I'm just on the women's side, all right? I've given you Gloria, Mavis. Uh, I will give you Sally. Lada May. Bertha. Aquanette. Um, Claudia. Gail. Now moving on to, over to my dad's side. Claudia Gail. Dorcas. Delnita. Catherine. <laughs> None of these are my like secret words, by the way. <laughs> but that's just my immediate family. Those are some old ass names. The the fellas really didn't fall on that that spectrum, but if you go far enough, or even some of my cousins even have some names, and I'm like, ooh, you on the borderline, you on the borderline, you on the borderline. But like, you know, Kelvin, that's that's the black version of of, of Kevin. Uh, you'll find that, and sometimes in our families, they are still called Kevin or Calvin, even though it's spelled Kelvin. Um, but you know and so that's that's what i'm saying and there's a lot of white people like and i'm talking about the people that white people i I know white people right don't look at me like that i know white people and your name like you name your child things like emma like that's an old black woman's name that's an old black i can see miss emma in my head because it go has a miss in front of it um, you don't see uh, and yet we get a lot of flack for the names that we do name our kid. I saw a name of a baby nine months old and my angel. Not spell I mean, I'm sure it's pronounced my M Y Angel, but like M I Angel. Come on now. Come on. Oh, why would we do that? But you know, we're not naming our babies Barbara. You know why? Because nobody wants to hold baby Barbara. Nobody wants to hold baby Beverly, baby Shirley. If one of my friends, and I've said this, I've been saying this for years. You can do what you want. You can name your child what you want. I don't give a damn. But you have a new baby and you want to name it after your favorite great aunt, Bertha. And then you ask me if I want to hold little Bertha. I don't want to hold little Bertha because Bertha is a grown ass man. And I think she, I mean, I'm sorry, grown ass woman. She's going to tell me to log out. I'm going to have to call your baby Miss Bertha. Hell no. So, I know these royals that left the royals. Like, the royals like to keep things in the in the family. That was loud. Sorry about that. I, I'm, I am trying to protect the environment, and I got me some new uh, reusable straws. So... But I know that, you know, the interesting thing about the Royals, and this show is not about the Royals, so I'm not going there for you today, but they don't really have last names. Their last names are usually the house that they decide to live in. Shout out to you, uh, LGBTQI 
a, a ballroom scene like basically whatever house they choose to live in whichever royal house that's the name that they assume so yeah prince harry does not have a last name until he decided to move into sussex and so then he becomes prince harry of sussex which could technically be used as his last name but you know whatever i don't know what he does has on his american driver's license i don't even care uh harry and Meghan are now a family of four uh the duchess of sussex like i said welcomed the couple's second child a baby girl on friday <clears throat> and um their daughter's name you've seen it by now lilibet lily diana mountbatten windsor now if you don't know that the the Duke and Duchess of Sussex lived at the house of Mount ba- Mountbatten in Windsor. That's really where those names come from. Um, all right, so Lilibet, which was apparently the Queen's nickname. Uh, Lily was born Friday, June 4th at 1140 in the trusted care of the doctors and staff at Santa Barbara Cottage Hospital in Santa Barbara, California. She weighed 7 pounds and 11 ounces, and uh, Megan and the baby are well, according to reports. Um, and listen, Lily is named after her great grandmother, Her Majesty the Queen, whose family nickname is Lilibet. You know what? Some of the uh, supremacists are upset that they would use a, a, a sacred internal nickname for the baby. But get the hell out of here. Her, her name is Lilibet, and she's three days old. Lilibet Diana. Old. Uh, was chosen to honor her beloved late grandmother, the Princess of Wales. Uh, you know, Princess Diana. Um, so look. You know what happened after that? Whiteness started to white. <laughs> British attorney has been suspended. I, I gave you all of that. I gave you all of that so that I could get to this. I'm, an, I, I'm, I, I, from time to time, I can be a little messy. A, a British attorney has been suspended from her job at a family law firm after her offensive comments on Twitter about the newborn daughter of Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Joanna Tock, 59, wrote several tweets about the newborn girl's name, which is Lilibet Diana. Just after the announcement of the baby's moniker, Tock responded to a highly offensive tweet from English journalist Julie Burchill, who wrote, What a missed opportunity. They could have named it Georgina Floydina. Tock responded, No, Doria? Don't black names matter? Doria Raglan is the name of Markle's mother. Burchill responded to Tock's tweet saying, I was hoping for Doria Oprah, the racist rosters. Tock replied again saying, Dopra? After being blasted on Twitter by social media users, Tock apologized while Birchill did not. Currently, Tock's account is inactive. Birchill also deactivated her account saying she chose to leave the platform after the online argument. Actress Kalechi Okafor was one critic writing in response, what a nasty thing to say about a newborn baby. Listen, and you can't be talking about newborn babies online. They try to cancel me because I tell the truth about babies, but I am an equal opportunity offender, okay? Newborn babies are ugly, and that is general. Not your black baby, not your white baby. Newborns look like creatures, right? You don't really know what it is. And that's how they're supposed to come out, ugly. They come they come into their features. Right, but I'm not gonna be out here on Twitter, y'all letting y'all drag me saying that. I ain't say nothing about the damn name. I'm not, and I'm not 
I have learned my lesson. And there, there's receipts of me talking about babies by name and by, and, and being very specific. And that's a lesson that you learn. Uh, talks. Todd tweeted out expressing regret, saying that I fought during my professional life against racism, which is abhorrent. I'm not a judge and I have children of color and I apologize unreservedly. Um, you know, you, you fought, and this is, this is what, like, when we talk allyship, you've been fighting against racism during your professional life. You think it's abhorrent and you have children of color, yet you take your white ass on this platform and you start calling out black names that she could have been called instead. Dopra? Is this a joke? I'm not even, my heart rate isn't even up. This new Apple Watch telling me to breathe. The hell with that? Dopra? No. Her employer, uh, Family Law Cafe, which she founded, <laughs> in the UK still suspended her um, she founded it and they said no and you know what then supremacists call this cancel culture but you, cho you chose to be racist in public online and you're over 50 I don't really have like I don't anyway um, her firm that she founded considers her they said in a statement that they consider her comments offensive unacceptable and highly contradictory to the inclusive uh, manner in which FLC has always and will continue to work with members of all communities in managing the challenges of matrimonial and family disputes She is more than we could ever imagine, uh, says the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which is what all new parents say. And I should, I mean, I feel you can't really imagine because she wasn't a thing, right? But I am not going to drag the baby because I don't do that. I just had to share that with y'all. And I think we need to keep moving. <laughs> Um, all right, so we uh, we've talked a little bit about Donald Trump and these these minions thinking that he's going to return in power in August. Um, he's now speaking out and saying that he would consider dropping Mike Pence for uh, Ron DeSantis in the twenty twenty four election. We already knew you were going to drop Mike Pence. You tried to get him killed, and they're trying to erase that from history. But we'll talk about that coming up. Um, also, uh, Senator Joe Manchin is standing in the way of lots of legislation. Uh, specifically surrounding voting rights. He said to meet with civil rights leaders after uh, his honest statement that he has no interest in H.R. 1. Um, and so we'll talk about that. If we get time today, we'll talk about the differences between H.R. 1 and H.R. 4. But all of that coming up in, in the nation. Um, and it's your day. What you want to talk to? Uh, no, nah, I don't care. 844-Unmuted. 844-866-8833. Unmuted Nation on Twitter and Instagram. I am going to get to the mayors in these cities today. I promise you. But, of course... I, yeah, I ain't got that much time. Um, I, keep it with me. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. I'm back with you in six minutes here on Boss FM Talk. You and our one. Welcome back to the nation. Why did y'all let me uh, like go on, go on and on like that? Like call up here and say stop. Like just stop. Just stop. Stop while you're ahead. Y'all need to help keep me out of it. All right. Um, 
Let's come back into it. So civil rights leaders uh, will participate in a virtual meeting with Senator Joe Manchin to push for voting rights legislation. Um, these leaders, Derek Johnson of the NAACP, Al Sharpton of the National Action Network, Melanie Campbell of the Black Woman's Roundtable, and Mark Morial of the National Urban League are slated to join. West Virginia's Democratic Senator Joe Manchin has already publicly announced his plan to oppose the For the People Act uh, and rebuff the White House push for its passage. Now, you've got the For the People Act, uh, H.R. 1, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, H.R. 4. Uh, there's one that people are on the fence that, you know, there's been bipartisan support. Even the uh, supremacists and insurrectionists and terrorists want to get behind the one uh, that, you know, that reinstates and reaffirms the 1964 Voting Rights Act, and Joe John Lewis uh, has—it's been on Mitch McConnell's desk. He was in the, on his desk the entire time. He sat there, did nothing with it, as the leader uh, or uh, of the, of the uh, well, he was as the Senate Majority Leader. Um, and it's still sitting there. The For the People Act goes further, although there is some speculation that it is not constitutional. Uh, that the federal that federal the federal government can uh, really tell the states how to actually run their elections. So even if it HR one word it passed, which would combat the 358 anti-voter. Uh, or voter suppression laws that have been passed in red states. There's, there's, uh, and that's that's the ground of this, right? We've been talking about this for weeks, so this is not new information. Um, the civil rights leaders are headed to the hill, are more in alignment, in alignment. Um, but White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki would not comment on whether or not, uh, you know, what happened. Uh, and so, I'm sorry, they were. I'm reporting. I, I was my initial note said they were meeting Thursday. They met this morning, so we don't have any insights on it. So this is this is what happened. They are meeting, and I think you know it's glad to know that these leaders are meeting. At the same time, we talk about you know our roles that go beyond voting and our roles in uh, this said democracy. And it's hard for me sometimes to tell tell you to go uh, when I'm uh, I don't have the hope that I once had, and I was I was. Talking, and I've been talking to a lot of people just about um, the state, and we, we've talked therapy and, and, and all of that. But I think that on the ground level, knowing that you're just not wanted—that's that's just one thing that um, will mess with you in a different way, and it, it messes with the black community, people from the black community, over and over and over again. And it's not something that we can just pretend doesn't is not true. Um, over the weekend, Joe Manchin wrote an op-ed, um, and I'm going to use this quote from it, but this. This is, you know, he's been on the, he's, there's a couple of senators that have, have vocally said, uh, Kristen Sinema, she's another, she's a, a senator from Arizona. She's been vocal about this, but there's tons of speculation that there are tons of senators that feel the same way as them. They just don't want to take a beating, uh, for eliminating yet the filibuster that's standing between this. Now, I'm going to talk filibuster, not today, because I don't, I don't want to break that down. That's a day for a cabinet. But Manchin said this over the weekend. I believe that partisan, uh, I just, ugh. I believe that partisan voting legislation will destroy the already weakening binds of democracy. And for that reason, I will vote against the For the People Act. Furthermore, I will not vote to weaken or eliminate the filibuster. In an effort to lean in harder for the passage of the bill, voting rights, uh, has been added to, uh, really, 
voting rights and, and, and tackling this initiative is something that Vice President Kamala Harris is picking up. Um, so, you know, what's needed here, I could go on and on about this story, but what's needed here is your voice. Like, what's needed here is you standing up and saying listen they are taking voting rights in my in my in my in my and they have the power to do it that's what elections that's what elections have consequences mean um so i'm going out of my way to make sure that everybody i know is registered to vote to make sure that we can do what we're here to do like that like imagine and never mind I did this on the phone with a friend yesterday, and I'm like, imagine, you know, all four, all uh, 358 uh, anti-voting rights bills passed in these uh, municipalities around the nation, and then, you know, and, and really what these bills assert is that Republicans should have the right to overturn any election that happens. That makes voting a mute point. That makes democracy a, a mute point. That makes your reasoning for being here or living in this nation and exercising your rights and paying taxes. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not paying no damn taxes in a place that I don't vote. And you shouldn't. Not, not, not being born on this land, you should not. I could go on on and on, but let me not do that. Um, so there were uh, parents of an eight-year-old girl who was killed during the Rayshard Brooks protest um, are now suing Atlanta leaders and Wendy's. Um, and you may have missed this let's talk about it um so the parents of an eight-year-old girl who was shot and killed near the site where rayshard brooks had been shot several weeks earlier filed a lawsuit monday against the city of atlanta and others sequoria turner was slain on july 4th 2020 while riding in an suv with her mother and friend of her mother near the wendy's restaurant where brooks a 27 year old black man was killed by a white police officer on june 12th we talked Rayshard Brooks. You know who that is. The lawsuit was filed by Charmaine Turner and Sikori, uh Williams. And, uh, and uh, they say that city leaders showed negligence in failing to remove armed vigilantes who gathered at the site along with peaceful protesters, which created a dangerous situation that led to Sikoria's death. So she's blaming the city in this. Uh, Sikoria should be here. None of what we're doing will ever bring our baby back. Her life is priceless. Um, we deserve justice. Someone needs to be held accountable. The restaurant, you'll recall, was set on fire the day after Brooks was killed and people were protesting police brutality camped out uh, at that site for weeks. Uh, makeshift barricades had been set up in the area and armed men had been blocking roads and turning drivers away. As the driver of the SUV Sequoia was riding in approached the barricade, armed people began walking toward the vehicle and signaling that the driver couldn't pass and one or more people shot into the vehicle. The city stopped tolerating protesters occupying the windy site after Sequoia was killed and the shard shell of the restaurant was demolished on July 14th. Uh, the lawsuit was filed in Fulton County State Court against the city against Mayor Keishan Lance Bottoms, against Police Chief Rodney Bryant, City Council Member Joyce Shepard, and Wendy's International, and the company that owns the property where that Wendy's was located. Everybody getting it. Um, the murder of Sequoia Turner as a result of senseless gun violence is a tragedy that no family should have to endure. Due to the anticipated litigation, the city will offer no further comment at this time. Uh, police spokesman said the department doesn't comment on pending litigation. Shepard didn't immediately respond to an email Monday when did not immediately respond to an email seeking comment contact information for the property owner could not be found by our urban newsroom 
Uh, but I want to dive into this because I'd love to talk to Sequoia's parents. Parents, uh, and I think you know, I think where the blame goes and how the how we get to the the final uh, result is really important. You know, th- these are the types of things that happen, and these are types of things nobody should be killed. No, no infant should be killed. And we want to talk about the gun violence. And I'm I'm not. I've never been on the side of blaming guns for actions that people do. I'm just not there. But something has to give. All right, I got more of the nation coming up. My number, 844-AMUTED, 844-866-8833, AMUTED Nation on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back with you in four minutes. You're listening to Boss FM. Welcome back to AMUTED Nation. Okay. Hello, is anybody there? Is anybody there? Let's talk about this. This happened this morning. You may have been affected if you're an early riser, especially if you're on the East Coast. Uh, if you are like me, <laughs> uh, I'm such an early riser. I am up early. I am up early, 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 early every single day. Okay. Um, the internet was out this morning. And so I'm not, I'm not going to do a whole bunch of tech speech and I'm not going to expose, um, you know, I'm going to just say, you know, I'm going to just, all right. If, if you were online this morning, the following types of websites were offline, off, offline, okay? Uh, and these are websites, I mean, I work, I work in news. And so depending on um, <laughs> where you were, you may have seen this this morning, websites like the New York Times, CNN, uh, the British government website, Reddit, Twitch, uh, The Guardian, uh, Amazon. And a commonality here in this scenario is going to be Amazon. Um, dozens of websites briefly went offline around the globe early this morning, uh, illustrating how vital a small number of behind-the-scenes companies have become to running the Internet. The sites that could not be reached uh, were all down, and San Francisco-based company fastly acknowledged their problem just before 6 a.m. About an hour later, the company said the issue has been identified and a fix has been applied. Most of the sites soon appeared to come back online. Fastly said it had identified a service configuration that triggered disruptions, meaning the outage appeared to be caused internally. Brief internet service outages are not uncommon and are only rarely the result of hacking or other mischief. Still, major futures markets in the U.S. dipped sharply minutes after the outage, which uh, became a month after a cyber attack that forced the shutdown of the biggest fuel pipeline, you know, the colonial pipeline, and y'all sh- caused the damn gas short. Well, yeah, the, the pipeline was shut down, but y'all, 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 you people, you people caused that gas shortage, okay? And that's what happened. All right. Fastly is a content delivery network or CDN. And I'm, I have explained this to my friends. I try to explain this all the time. Their websites, you know, I'm going to simplify it to talking about your personal computer, right? Your personal computer could serve a website, but it could not support a lot of traffic. The bandwidth that you pull in from your internet, like it's not the bandwidth that's going out. If people were accessing your website, let's say your personal laptop or your iPad was a web server and people could literally, and you could, you could rig it this way that they were only getting the data from your machine, not from a server that you purchased from another GoDaddy or HostGator or Rackspace or Amazon and they were just coming to your 
system to get it. Well, if your system were to go offline, let's say your internet connection dropped, or you weren't on Wi-Fi, or you weren't connected, or you weren't on your cellular, then your website would be down and it would show this 503 error. And when it comes to websites um, and larger companies, they use what's called a web host. So they have a collection of servers. Your personal devices, you have a down speed and an up speed. The up speed is what people would get if they were coming back to you. So you may be able to pull down download speeds of up to a gig. You can't upload that fast. You know when you have to upload a document or upload something, a huge movie file to your Dropbox, it takes a little longer. That's the same thing if you were serving up websites. It would take a little longer. You following me? So that's what happens. So CDNs uh, come into play where they take the content and deliver it at a faster speed. So let's say your computer was moved into a data center and then duplicated. So you could have a redundant computer or redundant web server that's serving up your websites, but it's still only as fast as the data connection coming into that, that, that data center. So what content delivery services do is take copies of your data in real time and move it to a faster location. And then companies like Fastly uh, that had the configuration issue this morning distribute uh, your content to data centers that they have all over the, the, the country or all over the globe depending on what your package or, or what you pay for. So that means the, pay, the closer you are to something, the faster it gets to you. So uh, let's say We'll use Boss FM. We are we use Amazon for CDN, and and I'll use that example. Yeah, I would be down. I could be down. It's possible because the way you get the endpoints, you your apps connect to your local C, CDN, not necessarily local in your city, but the closest one to you. So sometimes it's a little delayed, especially with digital uh, content and digital radio. It's possible that you could be listening, but the time that it gets to you, there the reason that there's a delay by the time it gets to you, it's hit our servers internally it's gone outside and hit our external servers then it's been picked up by our cdn and then it's been forwarded to wherever you are the cdn is what was misconfigured i did all that to get you there um fastly uh is a cdn and uh while it provides vital but behind the scenes cloud computing edge servers to web popular websites the servers do store a cache and so that's just a memory like i just told you i walked you through all of this Fastly says that services mean that a European user going to an American website can get the content 200 to 500 milliseconds faster. I explained all of that. Um, now, what happened was, Fastly says, and it, this is the reporting coming straight from them, um, uh, <laughs> that uh, they just had a configuration issue and uh, it was so serious because Fastly is one of the world's largest CDNs. So it became a global outage. And that could have been by some new IT tech person that was trying to patch a server or patch patch a device or an appliance and it just went or went awry a small issue a small error became a global problem it happens the impact of fastly's trouble highlights uh the relative fragility of the internet's architecture given its heavy reliance on big tech companies such as amazon's aws cloud services as opposed to a more decentralized array of companies and so what's happened is companies in back in the day used to have major data centers and you may have heard about it like a data center's down or you have a dr disaster recovery data center in a different location and then all of a sudden it goes down or you have to dr test to make sure that if your company's internet or your network fails and you fail over to the dr site it's available 
Uh, but that got costly, and it was just getting more costly as companies started to grow and expand this to the internet. And so Amazon came along with uh, Amazon Web Services, and they do they virtualize everything for you. Microsoft has a, comp- a competing solution called Azure. Uh, Microsoft, or some people call it Microsoft Azure. Google also has a product that's starting to bud, but it's not really enterprise at this point. Uh, it's called GCP, the uh, Google Cloud. Um, and so, you know, these things exist. Uh, it was a problem, and it caused outages on major sites. Right, so not a hack, but uh, and maybe you just maybe you learned something. I gave you some text speed, and you you were able to learn a little bit, and that's. Just, what this is all about right you each one teach one i do more than just sit here and run my mouth and that's okay all right um coming up in the next hour i'm gonna tell you a little bit i'm not done yet but i'm in the next hour i'm telling you about uh two candidates that are budding in atlanta and maryland for mayor and then we want to talk a little bit about what's happening in, in the new york city mayoral races uh, i'm focused on races that are going to affect my people so you know i'm talking about that and i know you you, you know you know that I'm going there. Okay, you know that I'm going there. Um, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna move that to the end of the week. Nigeria has suspended Twitter um, over a deleted president from their president, and Twitter has been uh, suspended in Nigeria indefinitely. I'll talk to you about that coming up. Uh, plus, I want to talk about uh, these nooses that are popping up all over the country. A lot of going on in the nation, and all of that's coming uh, when I'm back with you, okay? Uh, it's about five minutes, and I'm back with you right here on Unmuted Nation. This is Boss FM Talk. Welcome back to the nation. Before we jump into the next hour, uh, I, I got an update on, I was just we were just talking about the John Lewis voting rights bill. Uh, but J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, has signed a multi-year production deal with Netflix. The first two films starring Lopez under the Netflix deal will be called The Mother and The Cipher. I wonder if she's going to play a white woman in these films. Um, and some, some of her best work has been uh, as Jenny the White Woman. Jennifer Lopez, actor, singer, and CEO of Neurorican Productions has inked a multi-year first look deal with Netflix, along with um, producing partners Benny Medina and president of Neurorican uh, Productions, Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas. Lopez will produce a slate of film and television content, both scripted and unscripted, that showcase diverse female actors, writers, and filmmakers. Two Netflix uh, features starring Lopez, the mother, Directed by Nikki Cotto, uh, who also directed Mulan, and the cipher based on the novel of the same name uh, had been previously announced by the streamer. Um, this is pretty dope. Scott Stuber, Netflix's head of global films, said, uh, throughout every aspect of her career, Jennifer Lopez has been a force in entertainment. In partnering with her and Neuro, I gotta keep rolling my tongue to say that. Nurorikin, uh, we know she will continue to bring impactful stories, joy, and inspiration to audiences around the world. Uh, Bella Baharia, Netflix's head of global TV, praised Lopez as a singular talent whose creativity and vision have captivated audiences and inspired the next generation around the world. For years, she and the team at Nurorikin have brought a distinctive voice to entertainment, and I'm looking forward to working with her and the team to create new series for our members to love. Uh, the mother is going to follow a deadly female assassin who comes out of hiding to teach her daughter how to survive. Um, Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraft Country showrunner Misha Green wrote the screenplay with the current revisions by Andrea Burloff. 
uh, who also wrote Straight Out of Compton. Akaro's other credits include The Zookeeper's Wife and Whale Rider. The cipher enters on FBI uh, Special Agent Nina Guerrera, who finds herself drawn into a serial killer's case after he strategically po- uh, posts complex codes and riddles online. Uh, the codes correspond to recent murders designed to lure her into a cat and mouse chase. Liza Flessig, Ginger Harris, Donson, Catherine Hagdorn, and Maldonado uh, will executive produce. Courtney Baxter will serve as the associate producer. Good luck and good 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 news for J Lo. Look at you. Look at you. Out here shaking the world. Alright, my final well one more break and then uh the next hour of Unmuted. ITLK Boss FM Talk. Ain't no stopping us. Very black. That's what I'm talking about. Big up. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. This is Unmuted Nation with Alex Hayes. La 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 la. La 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 la. This is Boss FM. Unmuted Nation. Welcome to the second hour. Welcome back to Unmuted Nation. I am back with you in about seven minutes, and uh, we jump into it. We're talking about the mayoral races happening all across the country. Right now, I got more music brought to you by Boss FM, The Replay. It's Angie Stone on The Nation. I really like something about that little uh, song. Khaled, the, uh, Bryson Tiller, Lil Baby, Roddy. I, you know, I used to... I used to love it when all these names were on the song, but I want to know with all of that going on, I, like, who, how are y'all gonna get paid? Like, what, what's really, what's really going on? Like, I know y'all try. I know somebody told y'all to think about that. So, somebody said something. Like, some somebody said something. Okay, um, <laughs> let's talk. Uh, what's going on in some of these uh, cities I really um, needed to learn how to keep some of my some things that I think to myself alright this is one of those things I I just can't be out here all willy nilly telling y'all like my okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do it my gripe is because I, I, and I, I want you to think about it this way. And I'm gonna talk Kasim. I'm gonna talk about what's going on. Uh, these these mayors in Atlanta. Um, you know, it's got some great insight on what's about to happen in in uh, Virginia and then in New York. You know, it's really really exciting to see. But there's such a, a an adamant. There's such an adamant and intentional um, movement. To not acknowledge black pain, not um, atone for or or uh, uh, show penance for black pain and black trauma, black disparities, the black wealth gap, the things that have been done by the system in this country, whether you want to acknowledge systemic or systematic racism at all, there's so much resistance against it, right? Uh, but also, th- this country is so vulnerable right now, and I'm speaking just this is this is my clear mind. Um, I'm things are so vulnerable right now. Our pipeline, uh, our most important pipeline, was hacked. There was a meat hack also 
most likely by the Russians. Uh, we're always under attack with cyber attacks. We are not pristine or knowledgeable. We're lacking a lot of education. And so while the country is intentionally trying to continue to be hateful, racist, and, and, and supreme, supremely in control of black lives, the rest of the world is looking at the vulnerabilities of America. So, you know, while we are probably embarking on or somewhere within a civil war already, uh, when the world tries to go to war with America. Are they going to be trying to rely on black people? And that's a real question. Before I talk about these governors, I want to put that question out there. Because where are, like, are, I, I don't, I can't say that I'm going to be there, right? I can't say that I'm going to be a part of that. I just, that's, I just want you to think about that, sit on that. Should black, like, should they want to? All right, 844, I'm muted. 844-866-8833. Unmuted Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Unmuted Nation. T-Pain, Kaylani, I like that. And uh, it is Unmuted Nation. All right, so I, I'm trying to spread this out because i got to talk about a lot of mayors, right? It's not just what's happening uh, where you are, but black mayors being in cities that we all live in is really important, right? It's so important and it's, it's you know, and you don't think about it in some areas you know uh, the mayor is in control of everything especially major cities and so we talk about like I, I try to keep things in perspective because it's oftentimes I can be accused of being an extremist or Alex you're taking this too far like you gotta be kidding me but you have to think about it I say all the time like a black people love yeah sure we love America some of us uh, we hate what America has done we hate what America does and we hate uh, the justification that goes behind it but also, we as black people only live in a handful of cities. We're all, we're only in so many places, right? And so the argument is, oh, we're, black people are everywhere. We certainly are. You know what? But there's not masses of black people. You know that. I know that. The statistics say that. There are not masses of black people in Cheyenne, Wyoming. There just are not. Or Boise, Idaho. Or New Graves, North Dakota, right? You're not there. There may be one or two of you there. I don't know why. Uh, but you know, you're, you're there. And so, but in some of our most prominent cities, some black cities, some non-black, uh, Mayor London Breed is the mayor of San Francisco. San Francisco is not notably a black city at all. It's not. It's sister city, Oakland. It's blacker, not even black these days. Uh, but you got cities like Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, uh, cities like Atlanta, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Atlanta has had a black mayor since, since forever. Right. So these things happen. And now uh, these races are critical because our, I believe that our mayors play a huge part in the success of our communities and the sex, the success that our communities have in uh, keeping clean drinking water. And it's crazy. Yes. In this first world country that I have to talk about clean drinking water. But in black cities all throughout rural Mississippi, there are drinking water problems still. There are still problems in Flint. Right. Uh, black mayors are engaged in national politics to make sure that their citizens have the right rights when states are out here taking them away. So the person that you put in that seat, the person that we put in that seat is important. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about it. And eventually I'll be talking to some of these mayors and some of them that I've met that I don't I don't see it for you. I don't see it for them. I don't see it for it at all. Mayor Kasim Reed in Atlanta uh, is using his birthday party to raise campaign cash. He has not formally announced anything, but he's planning to raise money during his birthday this week. 
It's uncertain if those funds will be used for his own potential run for re-election or to support someone else in this year's race. Um, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution in Atlanta uh, was reporting on Sunday at... Uh, they obtained an invitation to Reed's 52nd birthday, which is planned for Thursday night. The invitation, which is paid for by Reed's existing campaign committee, Kissing Reed for Atlanta, Inc., displays donor levels from 25000 for hosts and $1,000 for guests. Reed is not listed as a declared candidate for mayor, and his party invitation does not specif- specify what the celebration money will go towards. However, the invitation includes a note about $4,300 uh, $4, maximum contribution, which is the limit for city campaign contributions under state law now there's much speculation tons of people are in the race in atlanta i'm going to talk about all of them we're going to talk about that but i want you to think that i want you to think this way and i want you to keep this at the forefront of your mind it's important that we are involved in all of these elections city council mayor governor all of them show your black ass up right you show up for that like i show up for you every single day more of the nation coming up in a moment 844 unmuted nation you hate it i hate it i ran out of time tomorrow we're gonna keep talking mayors we're also gonna talk r kelly two of his lawyers went off the case i'm wrapping things up with you but more of the nation uh after this i like you hate when our time comes to an end but that's gonna do it for me and that is going to do it for unmuted nation i'm back with you tomorrow the same time same place it goes down at 1 p.m and uh there's gonna be so much more the the problem is that I get to talking and I get to talking and what I'm supposed to talk about, I don't talk about. But that's why I get five days. And so I'm going to do that again for you tomorrow, okay? Um, I Follow Unmuted Nation on Twitter, Instagram, all of that good jazz. Me as well. Uh, I post sometimes, sometimes I don't. <laughs> Alex Unmuted on tw- uh, yeah, on pretty much everything. Remember, today is greater. Believe it, speaking and live it. You have to make the choice to be great. Your situation is not your destination. So go and make it your motivation. I'm out of here. I'm back tomorrow. I love you. Unmuted Nation and the Unmuted Nation podcast are registered trademarks. Each show is broadcast and powered by Boss FM. For more information on the show, podcast, or advertising, email show at unmutednation.com. Y'all heard?